Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Out of the Box Podcast. Look, we are working on a secret, cool, fun project, and that is going to be coming out hopefully in the next couple weeks, certainly inside of next month. But we did want to come on because uh, there was some breaking news that impacted my partner, Tom Canterbury. I'm Gray Robertson, and we're uh, we're unfortunately talking about the the passing of Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy. And mm-hmm. Tom, I, I really felt like this would be a great chance for you to tell your Jeopardy story because you've got the Jeopardy hat on. You've appeared on the show. Yes. It was your profile picture when I first met you. It is, I think, still your computer background. It is, and yes. it's now my profile pic again, uh, in in memory and honor. That's right. Uh, so, uh, so tell us about popping up on Jeopardy and yeah. meeting Alex Trebek and what that experience was like. Well, it was awesome, dream come true. Uh, the uh, so basically to go back further, uh, always been a, a, a Jeopardy type guy. Did Scholar Bowl throughout middle school, uh, high school, college. That's where I met my wife. You know, doing Scholar Bowl, and and actually, that's one of the, the that was the story I told Alex during the uh, the meet the meet and greet portion of the of the game, and so would me and, and Jennifer. We would both do the uh, the test every time they put it out because this was before they did. Now you can do it at any time, uh, but you had to do the test when whenever they did it, and then uh, so what you do is you go you do the test online. If you score high enough on there, then they will contact you to go to one of the regional audition spots, uh, which we had done a couple times uh, for Jennifer. I had never gotten through, uh, but then my first time I got through, both Jennifer and I both got through when we went to the auditions in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's, it's really cool. We always do it like if you get called for the audition, it's usually like Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, somewhere close like that, but you can kind of you know take a two or three day, make a kind of little, little mini vacation type thing. Uh, so we did that, and then uh, they actually called me because you, you go, you do the test, then you go do like a mock audition game, and then you take another written test, and then you're in the contestant pool for 180 days, and then call you at any point. And, Sounds like jury duty, but yeah. way better. <laughs> but way better, <laughs> right. Uh, so I want to say we did it in August of 2012, and then they called me like in September of 2012. It was pretty quick afterwards. And I promise you, no one was more surprised than I was <laughs> that, that they called me. Uh, so, yeah, they got a call. Uh, and then I went and the games were taped on in the end of October. And the uh, and the show actually aired in March. So there was like six, seven months there where I couldn't tell anybody how I did. Cause, we won't ask you unless you want well, to tell yeah, well, later. Yeah, well, I got to talk okay. about it. Yeah. But uh, so, but that's that was crazy because depending on when you tape, because they tape uh, ten episodes a week for you know, I want to say you know they tape on a Monday and a Tuesday, five episodes each day, and they do that probably for two or three months, and that's your whole year of basically of, of oh, shows. Wow. Yeah. So you know, if you do it early in the in the season, then your show might air like two or three weeks after you uh, after you tape it. But if you're kind of later in the season, like I was, you had to wait that long. So that that was, and then you don't get paid until your show airs. So so, so it's a, <laughs> another combination on that. Uh, so I uh, got an opportunity to go. Uh, I had a friend that lived in in L.A., so I you know stayed with him and you know got got to play Jeopardy. It was awesome. It, it was one of the one of the cool things is that you know they actually you come in and they're taping five shows so they have to have 15 contestants and you're just kind of randomly selected on what shows you're going to be on uh and then the show that I was on actually got an opportunity to face a seven-time returning champion wow yeah so uh that that was fun uh but 
That being said, I had the lead after regular Jeopardy. Really? Yes, uh, I was I was ahead, but the problem was the last the, the last I'll never forget the last category was a sports category, but I didn't know it was a sports category because the title of it was Expatriates. So uh, so I was think I wasn't thinking American about it. history was right. I was thinking thought, it was a history, yeah. but no, it was people who used to play for the New England Patriots or questions about the New England Patriots. The first, the $200, uh, $200 clue was who did the Patriots defeat in, or who did the Patriots lose to in Super Bowl twenty, And that was the Chicago Bears. Okay. Which I got to buzz, I got I actually buzzed in and got that one, and I got to say the Bears. <laughs> and I, I'm proud of that, I did. What is the Bears? The Bears. <laughs> uh, the problem was, though, the next four questions, I knew them all, but I got out buzzed. Uh. So I should have had a bigger lead going into Double Jeopardy. Uh, got got double jeopardy. The double jeopardy board wasn't really my my best. They they were not the best questions for me. Uh, the guy got ahead of me. Uh, the seven time returning champion. I actually landed on both daily doubles. Oh wow! Uh, you know, no went big went bigger go home and I, I went home. Uh, <laughs> so, so missed both the daily doubles. So by the time we got to final jeopardy, it was a runaway game for him. So uh, even though I got the final jeopardy question correct, we weren't able to catch him. Uh, but it was it was you know like I said a dream come true amazing you know just an experience to go out there. You don't really get a whole lot of interaction with Alex. You get to play you know you don't see him before or after the game, so it's just gameplay. Uh, he'll come take a picture with you in between. He does he does the mid game thing, and this was still back in back when all three people go and they kind of huddled with him at the end when the credits were rolling, right? Which is very awkward. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? So, you know, we talked about how I, I was bouncing up and down throughout the entire show, and but he was you know a gentleman. Just a, a, I think he's definitely the greatest game show host in in history. Uh, I don't think that's even really much of a debate at this point, and mm-hmm. uh, I think really you know the way that he dealt with what happened at the end of his life and, and the, the pancreatic cancer. And, you know, he still he still was at work. You know, they, they've taped all the way through. He, he'll still be on until December 25th. They, right. That show's taped it that far. So he was, you know, he, he was going to work every day. And and had he not told told us that he was sick, you probably wouldn't even be able to tell. It's just amazing. Uh, so it, it's uh, it, it was definitely tough to get that news there on Sunday. Did he deliver any quips in your episode? Because, of course, what yeah. makes him legendary, besides just being the host of Jeopardy, mm-hmm. are the clips that live on of him just roasting <laughs> people for not knowing anything about sports right. to just the little nagging comments that he makes that make the audience laugh. Did he deliver anything like that I'm in trying, your episode? I'm trying to think. I, I know there was a couple, like, he'll will, he will go in between games, basically, because, again, they're taping five games in a row in between games he will go and he'll talk to the studio audience and those of us that weren't playing in, in that particular game we're sitting in the audience too right so like we got to hear him interacting with the audience which was a lot of fun so those were those were good i don't remember anything specifically about the game that one thing he did say that was cool was when i, I said during the uh, the story i was telling about how i met uh, jennifer and, and how we played on the scarable team together uh, i said you know we named her her nickname was clutch I was the captain of the team, but we na- nicknamed her Clutch because he always came through with a big answer when you know when we really needed it at the end of games, and and he was like, so he she's always had your back, and I was like, yeah, yes, sir. So, so, that, so that was pretty cool. The the my favorite it wasn't my game, thank goodness, but my favorite is like you said when he when he got on the there was one time where they had a football category and none of the three people knew any of it, and he <laughs> was just he he but he he did it still he was still genuinely doing it. 
Like, so it's not like he, he wasn't, he, he was roasting them, but it wasn't like mean. It was just like, we're, we're all having fun. Now. I love, I, I think I know exactly what clip you're talking about, which is brilliant, A, because mm. there are so many options. But right. if I remember correctly, it's the one where he goes, let's look at the last clue just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> After the second or third with, so not, not big football fans, are we? <laughs> it was option, right. fair catch, offsetting penalties. Right. And then question about the you know football fans know these mm-hmm. but uh these folks not that there was another one where uh they it was a um uh, college nicknames category and the first one that comes up is crimson tide and the first guy buzzes in and it says auburn Ugh. and so the, the other guy answers it correctly and then uh alex says people at alabama are not gonna be very happy with you <laughs> <laughs> Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You know, that show was just such a staple for so long. I, My best friend growing up, his mom, every day was watching Jeopardy, guessing all the mm-hmm. questions as everyone probably did in their living rooms watching it. And I mean, you're right. I will say it's not as easy when you're actually there. Oh, as you I'm think. sure. It's like, because again, it's not just knowing the answers, it's buzzing in and right. you know, getting the, 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 uh, the game board. It has lights around it that they don't show on TV. So uh, you can't buzz in until those lights show up really? when he's finished reading the question. If you buzz in early, then you're locked out for like a half a second. So that's why you'll see guys that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll go and they're trying to get in uh, because they buzzed in a half second early or something. So which which was a huge it, they showed the like the very first episode of Alex Trebek's Jeopardy here during quarantine when they were out of shows. And they didn't have that rule, so you could buzz in as, as soon as he started reading the question. And it's not a very good game because of that. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge that 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 was a big change and, and very helpful. It was kind of like the uh, putting in the three point shot. Right, <laughs> it, was, it was the biggest change. But Forever sorry, change change Jeopardy. Yes, no, it's a it's just an iconic show. He was an iconic host. I mean, you talk about greatest game show hosts of all time. Who are the two that come to mind? Alex Trebek, Bob Barker, right? Yeah, I mean, those yeah. are those are the icons. Mm-hmm. Um, and to lose uh, Alex Trebek, ki- kind of suddenly, I mean, because and you rightly corrected me in the group chat. You know, there was a video the day before mm-hmm. of a Jeopardy game and the guy saying how much Alex Trebek meant to him and how he had learned English watching Jeopardy, I believe. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the next day, we hear the news and mm-hmm. it kind of came all of a sudden. And but, but you're right, we. You know, uh, if you looked at him, he looked fine, but mm. he uh, well, that, he was dealing with so much. Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, the, he comes out twenty nineteen says he's had he has stage four pancreatic cancer, and you know, you know, stage four of any type of cancer, you know, it's not going to be good. And pa- pancreatic is is one of the worst, and uh, uh, so you knew the the odds were long, but you were kind of hoping, well, that maybe he would be able to beat the odds because he was so good that whenever you know the lights came on and he was hosting the show, you wouldn't have known. You mm-hmm. you really wouldn't have known that he was sick. So um, it was just amazing uh, to watch him be able to do what he did. You know, you kind of you can look back through the through the ages 
uh, th- through the entire run of Jeopardy, and and he was he was the reason why that show is what it is. Right. Uh, you know, it's your your quiz shows come kind of come and go, and you know that you know you had the the huge popularity of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for for a couple of years, but it, it kind of died out. You know, the di- different you know these huge these shows that that are really big for a little while, and then and then they go away. Jeopardy's just just been steadily right along. And it's right. a lot of it's because of Alex Trebek. And it's it's just so hard to add the name Alex Trebek to the list of people that we have lost in 2020. And I, mm. I think of Chadwick Boseman. I mean, that speaking of sudden, yeah. uh, sudden passing, and Regis Philbin, another one that was just yeah, speak, so sudden. Speaking of who wants to be a millionaire, yeah, right. I mean, just so many unfortunate losses in this year that has been just terrible, pretty much since mm. <laughs> since the outset. And and then you know Sean Connery is another one. That's right. And these two guys that are linked, even though I think Alex said they only met like one time in real life, but because of Saturday Night Live and <laughs> Daryl Hammond and <laughs> Will Ferrell, you know, going after it, and Alex would be like, I have no, I have no ill will towards Sean Connery. I don't think he has any toward me. I don't know why they decided <laughs> that we we hated each other, but it was it was a lot of fun. That was that's for sure. Oh, those skits were just so good. That's actually one of the main things that we were talking about in the green room with the uh, with like the other contestants, and then they have uh, the uh, the contestant coordinators. Basically, Maggie was the person who I guess made the final decision on who gets to be on the show at the time. She actually recently retired either a year or two ago. Uh, but she, uh, you know, that was we we asked her. So how does Alex feel about the uh, Celebrity Jeopardy skits on on SNL? And she's like, he loves him. He it's hilarious. You know, he thinks it's hilarious. And you know, he was on the last one. Actually, he came out and talked and said bye on final you know, the final Celebrity Jeopardy with Will Ferrell. So yeah, it's he was always willing to kind of poke fun at himself. Which I think was, you know, he. I mean, when you're, you know, portrayed in SNL, you've got to just kind of roll with it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he showed up. He's he showed up on, you know, everything from, you know, Baywatch to, uh, I think he was on the X Files or something. I mean, he's been yeah. on like so many different things. It's just like random cameos, and I I think he he did he did a good job of being able to toe the line of being I'm serious because this is a you know this game only works if we take it seriously as it's happening, but at the same time. I'm going to be willing to poke fun at myself and, and poke fun at, at, at everything as he was going along. That, that that was one of the kind of the geniuses of him, too. And there is another movie that he will be in. I saw a tweet from Ryan Reynolds. They've got a movie coming out called Free Guy, I think still scheduled for theaters and Christmas, but we'll see you know mm, what that right, looks like. Know, but right. he does make a cameo on there, oh, and Ryan Reynolds made a, a nice little tribute post on Twitter about that. It, it's just it's such an unfortunate loss for so many people. And, you know, I, obviously this isn't a Jeopardy podcast. We're not about to predict who's going to be the new host of jeopardy but you know there are a lot of people that said jeopardy should just close down because i don't know if it'll ever get better than alex trebek and yeah. he really was such a titan of uh, of so many people's lives and entertainment over the years he did a good job of being at like he came into your home and there was i mean he felt like he was part of the family he felt like he was he was a friend that was you know coming in and we're gonna you know learn something today and but it's gonna be fun we're gonna it's competitive but we're, you know, there, there's so many times that I watch like I had no idea about that question. That's right. And that you you learn stuff. That was one of the main reasons. The one thing I did to kind of prepare for the show was I just watched old episodes. You know, just kind of hopefully some something will get asked again or I'll learn something <laughs> by, by osmosis. But he became like part of the family, and that's something that everyone's kind of having to deal with. Uh, when you know another one of these 2020 type things, but 
Um, I, I think it'll go on. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who they decide to uh, to do it permanently. I wouldn't be shocked if at least the rest of the season after the shows are over that Alex was able to tape that uh, Ken Jennings doesn't at least host it. Because they, they, did, they did bring him on as a like an executive producer this season. Hmm. That might have been part of the, the deal was, yeah, if something does happen, that maybe you'll take over for this season and we'll decide. I could see that. And, you know, there's there's several former contestants that have done really well that I could see if, if they want to go the former contestant route uh, for replacement. You know, there's Ken Jennings, as I mentioned, Brad, Brad Rutter, who was one of the other of the greatest of all time, who he, when he played, they had the five, the five game cap that you couldn't win more than okay. five games. So if, if they didn't have that cap, I think he would have been a uh, Ken Jennings type run. And he was he's always one of the ones that come in. He it was him Ken Ken, Ken Jennings trying to take out Watson, you know, <laughs> the computer. So I think those two. There's also one that uh former tournament of champions winner, Buzzy, um, who is he kinda has the personality, kind of a quirky type personality, and he's right. and he's an actor, so I could see them going him as well. So there, there are several options. I think the game will continue on. Uh, but it's one of those things like we I really because the game itself is so good, uh, that hopefully it, it can can move on and but it will always have the Alex Trebek legacy, that's for sure. Yeah, and now appointment viewing on Christmas Day for Alex Trebek's final episode, which oh, uh, yeah. is going to be kind of a, a tough watch, but mm-hmm. I think one that I will want to watch and will be excited to watch just because you you want to experience that watching Jeopardy hosted by Alex Trebek one more time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hard. I mean, I remember there was one, there was an episode or a run of a, a champion a few years ago, I believe, and she ended up making the tournament of champions. But she had you know, like stage four cancer, mm. and it like the show was not going to air before she passed away. And I remember that they they took a tape of it to basically to her hospital and let her watch it before. Oh, wow. And it's like so, it's it's something that has kind of it, it has it's affected the show before. There was a teacher tournament champion who passed away before the next season's tournament champion, so he wasn't able to compete in that. Uh, so it, it's, you know, it's, it's life. I mean, these are, you know, they're, these are real people. So, you know, stuff, stuff will hit them, but you know, you're always part of a Jeopardy family. I, like I consider myself part of the Jeopardy family, even though I was on it for one, one show, I finished third, I got a hat and I got a thousand bucks, which paid for it. Hey, my... but tough strength of schedule. It was, right? it was so, a very yeah. tough schedule. Uh, the RPI would have rated you high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the, you didn't, they don't pay for your, you know, for your trip out there either. So, it, so basically I broke even, uh, <laughs> If I'd if I'd have been a returning champion that had to come home and then go back out there, they would have paid for it at that point. But, but you know, I consider myself as much a part of the Jeopardy family as Ken Jennings is, and I, I think and I think it's kind of reciprocated that way. Yeah. So tough, tough loss, but uh, I think it's one of those. It can be a celebration more for than sure. Anything. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, Tom. Yeah. Because uh, I like I mentioned the first time I met you. Obviously, you know, I looked everyone up on Twitter the first time I met everybody. I looked you up and saw, oh, wow, that's Alex Trebek. This guy must be pretty smart. He photoshopped uh, that right in there. (laughs) Really, really great computer skills was (laughs) my first thought, actually. (laughs) No, but, uh, you know, it was such a meaningful experience for you, and I'm glad you got to talk about it here on Out of the Box. Yeah, thank you. That's one of the perks of having a podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) So, of course, uh, we remember Alex Trebek with this special little episode and all of you listeners at home are going to hear a lot more from us in the next couple weeks you've probably seen on twitter some of the clues we've been dropping those are clues we're not telling you what's going on until we're ready and everything is set uh, to be released so stay tuned for that but uh for now we'll say goodbye and see you next time here on the out of the box podcast